You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? So far, so good. Good. Yeah. Depends on what question you bring. Well, I... <laughs> I've got a good one that I found that oh. is this one straight from me. This oh, straight from Alex. It makes no sense, and Jesus said it. Mm. Ready? Okay. It's from John, chapter twenty, verse twenty-two through thirty-three. Can you read it? I can. Re- okay. Twenty-two to thirty-three. So. And he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. It sounds like he's saying that we can forgive sins. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, what is that supposed to mean? Well, I think it probably reflects on the fact that uh, we can forgive the sins, at least that they're done against us. Remember the Lord's Prayer? Yes. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Yeah, well, why would we be asking God to forgive debtors? Oh, as we forgive our debtors? Ah. This is a spiritual process that I think we often forget the fact that, okay, so this guy, you mess up on me. Right. Or do something that I don't like, and, and I hold it as a grudge against you. Okay. So then it affects our relationship, but it also affects my relationship with God. Yeah. And so this is saying that, hey, forgive his sins, and they're forgiven. Okay. You choose not to, they won't be. So if, so if I do something to somebody and they don't forgive me for that sin, then my sins aren't forgiven. And they don't forgive you? Right. Yeah. So the, the flip side of that is, do you even know you've sinned? Yeah, I guess it doesn't address the the confrontation or you know the confronting of the sin. No, it doesn't. And I've heard uh, some a uh, Catholic reasoning on this is kind of like this is why you have to go in and you know have confession and have confession, mm-hmm. well, which is important. And, and I can understand that from a Catholic perspective, but if you go to Matthew eighteen fifteen, it says if your brother sins against you, go to him. Right. And share it mm-hmm. and you will gain your brother and if he doesn't take that then you bring somebody with you yes in other words matthew 18 15 through 17 talks about creating a conversation yeah. about our sins well let's be really frank about this if somebody messes you up in the grocery store do you do this process i mean really no, no right. we don't in a car or something but what we're talking about as Christians, if we're really going to live as Christians, and I think it comes out in this passage, if we're really going to live as Christians, how are we going to tra- treat the sins between us? Mm-hmm. Because that affects how we affect, understand our sin before God. Okay. If we don't understand that we're sinners and we mess up just like anybody else, it changes our perspective. Yeah. Because it's really, really easy to look at things through our eyes and think, well, I'm right, you're wrong. 
Yeah. The trouble is we don't have that God's perspective. And if we could see it through his eyes, you might be more right than I am. Now that's wild, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and it it is. It just doesn't make I feel like God it's it, it just sounds like God's given us the power to do that work for him. No, you know I mean, but let, it, let's change the let's change the adverb. Okay. With him. With him. I see. So could someone be forgiven for a sin if they have not come and um ask for forgiveness? No, no, you have to confess your sins. Okay. Confession is a part of it. John 1 John 1 8 9 and 10. Yeah. So you confess your sins and he is faithful and just and will forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And I think 9 says if you say you are without sin, you make God out to be a liar. Well, I don't doesn't wash very good. No. So we are it's a state of mind that we need to adopt as Christians. We are sinners. Yeah. Saved by the grace of Almighty God. I think that's a piece that I'm learning a little bit more about all the time, is the grace of God. Who am I in the light of who God is to live as one of his sons, as being redeemed, uh, freed from my sin? That makes me mindful of the fact that I've always been a sinner. I will continue sinning. How am I going to handle that piece of my life in light of who God is? Yeah. So it changes how I go into those relationships. I will forgive because I'm forgiven. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I, that, I, that's part of the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. I have kind of like a branching off topic, and I know that we've talked about a little bit about um, this when we talked about pride, is that there's kind of like two forms. There's like the submissive, or not the, not the submissive, the... Uh, mm, Maybe it is submissive, but like there's some people with pride. They're like, you know, they are openly prideful. Like overt and covert. Right, exactly. The other one is very self-deprecating, self-loathing. I am prideful. And they kind of do, they do that for the, to gain sympathy for it, but they're not, they're not necessarily addressing their pride. Correct. They're not addressing the pride. So I kind of fall into that second camp, I feel like most of the time, where it's a, I am much more open to say that, you know, I am undeserving of heaven. Okay. And we've talked about that before. I don't, you know, I, I, there's I, a lot of churches that way. Yeah. Let's all get it beat up together. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's, maybe someone can, maybe someone can see that. And most of the stuff that I bring up is that, you know, I see a lot of flaw everywhere in this general pessimistic nature and uh, where it's not getting addressed. And maybe there's some value to that, but, I always feel like I need to get forgiveness for lots of stuff from people. That's just, you know, little things and they probably didn't even take offense to it. True. But am I actually getting forgiveness for that? Well, are you talking about the relationship? Yeah. Then probably. Okay. Are you talking about dealing with the hard issue of pride? Well, you may not be quite getting there yet. I, I know that myself. I know that pride part is, you know, it, it's a heart wound, mm-hmm. and I'm learning more about these heart wounds that we have that cause us that kind of reaction. Yeah, is actually what God wants us to get to in our discipleship. Okay, dealing with the wounds in our hearts where 
well, Satan can have his way often. Mm-hmm. Uh, those places that we've got a, a, a broken heart. Yeah. And so Satan weasels in and, and does his little thing. And actually, because our heart is protected in Christ, because we are Christians, that's the only place he has any access. Yeah. And so it's the place he's going to continue to work. Okay. So then how do we work with that? That's why I preached on discipleship recently. I I don't think we understand that having a deeper walk with God is more than Sunday school and church. It is a, it's a, digging deeper yeah into our relationship with god and then it also moves us to move deeper in our relationship with our brothers and sisters in christ Mm -hmm. and it changes things and it allows the holy spirit to move in our life in brand new ways yeah it's not simply being a member of the church right or attending church it's not contractual it is a but it will make the church a place where ah i know where alex's wound is yeah and i want to continue to mend Mm -hmm. that broken heart do my part to mend the broken heart right and uh my wounds too and so when the church becomes a place where we we tend to the wounded hearts of others and also help protect them yeah then the church becomes an active part an assembly of people working to be more like christ and you know that's how people recognized these Christians at Antioch yeah. because they were like Christ. Right. Wow. If the church could be that today, I don't think we'd have empty pews. It is asking a lot out of people. It is. That's a hard thing to do to come and say, hey, yeah, I'm not, I'm not perfect and I want to tell you guys about it so that you can see how gross I am inside. And then and love you anyway. And they would. Yeah. They say, "Hey, yeah, welcome to the bunch." Yeah. We're the same. When we get down to it, we're all the same. Exactly. What can I do to help? Yeah. Yeah. That prayer is a big, powerful thing. It is a big, powerful thing, and it changes mm-hmm. things. Unless you're praying for rain. Well, I think there's even a reason <laughs> for that. I I think part of the reason that it changes things is it changes it from it's either my perspective or your perspective. Right. And then we realize, well, it may not be either. Right. It may be elements of both. Yeah. And then we begin to see it from God's perspective. And when we can gain an aspect of God's perspective in any given situation, it's going to change the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's just going to change the conversation. Yeah. Because a year of drought might have consequences that are far more far-reaching than the bank account. Oh yeah. Even of the people we love the most. And I think of our farmers who are, I mean, it's going to hit them hard yeah. if, if we don't have a crop this year. Yeah. We, you know, if we don't have a field with corn in it, we don't understand. Right. Yeah. There'll be corn there. Speaking as a farmer, there'll be some corn, the beans. That's the questionable part right okay. now, but. Yeah. So I, I'll amend that. Okay. Beans. Yeah. Beans. If we don't have a bean field. That's right. But maybe it can get left for pheasants or something. I, I just, yeah. It's just amazing. I, I, I see green in the fields, mm-hmm. but I know it's September. And yeah. soon, if those beans don't get rain, yep. they don't make beans. They don't make beans. That's right. 
it's a tough thing. We don't know how God's going to answer prayer. But I, I guess, sorry, I got sidetracked us there. But something interesting about you know coming to be within the church community because you know you could sit at home. I don't need to go to church. I can do church at home, and you you can praise God at home for sure. You can, but He calls us to be in a community where you go and you open boxes you don't want to open, mm-hmm. tell things you don't want to tell about yourself, receive criticism. Uh, some people are really uncomfortable see, receiving criticism and some people are really uncomfortable giving criticism and asking questions and speaking up. That's not me. Right. But no, it isn't you. God no. bless you. <laughs> but you, you see that value, don't you? Like when you're re- even when you're like having a Bible study, you know, you could interpret something one way, but once you get into a group of people and if you can if I can be quiet and not be the only one speaking, man, the amount of just intellectually rich conversations that are had is uh, exactly what God's and it doesn't have to be scholars. That's, no, just people reading it and saying, well, I, "Why does it really say that? Why does it say that?" Asking questions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think in the midst of this, even those who are joining online, I, I believe that God's got an answer com- coming that the church will somehow be addressing the needs of people online in a better way. And, and yeah. I think you've created one with this podcast, sure. but I think there's going to be more mm-hmm. of those kind of things that help create a certain amount of community. Yeah. And of course this, this thing doesn't happen unless you guys continue to respond and become part of the conversation. Yeah. And I do see just to sidetrack us a little bit, uh, Again. a little problem with the online, you know, the videos and stuff like that is these short little, like the TikToks and the, Mm-hmm. reels yes. we've done we've done some of the reels um the facebook reels that just have you know uh cri- bad christian jokes or bad bible jokes oh, yeah. i forgot how i worded it they got hit pretty good <laughs> yeah they're they're pretty bad and awesome um i didn't expect to laugh at some of those but um i, I don't look at a lot of those small short videos they're okay but i definitely am not swiping through video after video but i see a lot of people doing that and i you know, that's like the new technology thing. So I don't see where God's going to fit in or how that's going to bring people to God necessarily um, because that's not the way my brain works. I want a deeper conversation. Mm-hmm. I'd rather listen to something that's three hours long, someone just two people arguing about one word and it's, you know, Get definitions down. in the Bible than a simple one word answer. But but some people don't think that way, Alex. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I think that's the reason... The things like this work mm-hmm. because we're not the same. Yeah. And I think you'll probably find it with your wife as well. You didn't marry a clone of you, no. a female version of you, no. did you? No, I didn't. You married a young woman who is your opposite in mm-hmm. many ways and uh, accents who you are. And then you accent who she is. And what's interesting is most of the marriage conflicts I deal with in the counseling are those things that just drew you in when you were dating and then you get to it every day and you say, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. But keep looking at it as a compliment yeah, and it keeps getting better. Yep. I definitely see that. I, oh no. Oh dear. Hardly are you ready for this? (laughs) Well, no, I was going to guess how many years I've been married. I think it was seven. That sounds right. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) Seven. Yeah, seven. 
Um, don't fact check that, please. Um, That's one sixth of the time we've I've been married. Hey, it's taking me a while. It was just two. About that year five, six is those, you know, I went from that two year, two, three years married where those like little things that you, those cute little things you love turn into those things that kind of annoy you. Mm-hmm. And then like shortly after that, you know, maybe one more year I see, okay, I'm not supposed to, you know, stay on those. And now I'm like, you know what? I like that part because I don't understand it, mm-hmm. you know, and it helps you grow. Mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that goes back to where you started this conversation. Yeah. That mystery of why do we sin against each other? Yeah. I mean, we all should like each other, right? Yeah. And then the world would all spin wonderfully. Yep. The fact is, uh, I know I sin. I know you sin. Mm-hmm. I respect you enough that we're going to talk about our sin. Yes. And then we'll work at it because mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an existence in our human condition that we must deal with daily. That's right. And not only between us, but I understand that, that it saddens God too. Mm-hmm. So then how do you, how do you look at that sin? You know, sometimes to make it, to make it not drive you to act at sin and anger, something like that. Right. Is it just to, like, like I said, my pessimism is like, I didn't like, you know, but I sin all the time because I suck too. So I shouldn't be upset about that. Oh, so then we get permissive. Yeah. And so, okay, well, we're sinners all the time anyway, so let's just keep on sinning, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, not that's not a, Romans 8. Exactly, talk, but yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Romans talks about, Paul talks about that in Romans. The, re, the part of it is we need to start taking God's perspective. Yeah. When it's called sin, it's missing the mark that God put out there for us. Okay. And you illustrated that very good in August of 2021 in a sermon where you had your your arrow, your uh, bow and arrow. Bow and arrow, yeah. and you, yeah. And so we talked about the fact that it's us sinning. Mm-hmm. We're missing because of our bend, if you will. We're missing the God, the mark that God put out there for us because sin, uh, the 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 word is missing the mark as if you miss the target altogether. Do we acknowledge that God in his perfect wisdom has a mark for us to hit, has a goal for our lives, has a goal for our conversations, has a goal for our relationships, and that when we sin, we're going off that track. And when we confess our sins and are faith, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from our righteousness, it may not change the trajectory. The only way we can do that is do that with God's help yeah, and get back on target. Mm-hmm. So confession is more than, oh, I'm sorry I did that. Right. It's, I got to change the behavior behind it mm-hmm. or I'm not back on track again. Do we accept that God in his infinite wisdom has created us with a target, a target for our lives, a target for our relationships, a target for any activity that he's put it ordained us with all of our gifts and abilities have a target in God's eyes. We can't get there unless we adopt his perspective. Yeah. So if we're only looking at life from our perspective, 
it's pretty uh we've got our blinders on yeah well don i think we've beaten this dead horse to death it is dead it's yes. very dead but there's a lot of introspection that you can use to take from that obviously to and maybe it'll raise a question you can send it next time that's right will you pray us out i think i better lord we thank you for your word we thank you for who you are and we thank you for what you've shown us through jesus christ our savior lord continue to guide us and help us dive deeper into this relationship we can have with you in jesus name amen amen do you have a bible verse for them for well, I was going to, yeah. Uh, so, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I let emphasize that one word because that Bible verse is found in only one book of the Bible, even though it's quoted in several other places. There is only one book in the Bible that includes that word. Strength. All right. If you know that, throw that in the comments for us, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun, too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you, and God bless.